On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Singer-songwriter Brandon Allen has been down a lot of different roads as an artist and gained some recognition along the way, including Best Rock Vocalist at the Los Angeles Music Awards and Breakout Artist of the Year at the American Christian Music Awards. These days, he's settled into a life and a music style, dedicating his musical art to being someone who tells the stories of the forgotten people he's met along the way. His new band is the Boxcar Junkies, and Brandon is my guest on this edition of Americana Music Profiles. Hi, Brandon. Welcome to the podcast today. Oh, thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, I'm glad we uh, we get a chance to talk. Um, uh, looking over your, uh, your uh, notes and your career, and you've had a pretty interesting journey with your life. Yeah, you know, I, I definitely have. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm blessed to still be doing it, you know. So, um, if you don't mind, let's let's go back a little bit and talk about the the, the roots of how how music started for you. I know you kind of had some different uh, took some different paths as a younger person, but uh, ended up with a, a fairly new band and a, and a new record on the way. How did this start for you? Well, uh, shoot, it goes back to when I was a kid. Actually, I mean, I grew up in a family band and started playing locally. Uh, um, I finally made my my venture out west and uh, started doing the music and actually I had gotten into Christian music for a while and from there I got into more of an Americana and did a few records with some friends of mine, Tori Lucetta, which I mentioned from Tesla and he opened a lot of doors which were great and uh, everything was going great like you would think and then a few Wretches, I guess you would call in the way uh, of life, happened. And, and, you know, what I, I like to say about that is, is a lot of people don't realize how easy it is for circumstances to sometimes uh, overwhelm us. And, sure. and I know that to be true just, you know, from uh, from a personal experience. So going through a lot, um, from where I was, where I thought I had a certain degree of success to literally... Nothing again. Um, really, a sort of perspective on my life in terms of just how fragile our infrastructure can be. Yeah. So I thought after going through, I guess, what I call my exodus when I came back to kind of the music business or music scene, I guess, I, I wanted to really do something that mattered with it. I mean, I love music and I love how it makes folks feel and, and, uh, and myself, but it's a great to be able to, to, you know, build a platform so, you know, I guess we can kind of get the message out there about things that I guess you don't think about every single day, just like, um, for instance, there's no one here today, and in my mind, I'm thinking, man, I wish I had a whole bunch of coats I could go hand out, you know, oh, right. okay. out there, yeah. 
you know, under her circumstances, you know what I mean? And uh, so I, I started this Pobo Nation and Boxcar Junkies with that in mind, just kind of writing about my personal experiences and uh, what I had been through from, you know, from my side, from the personal side of it. And then, of course, you know, getting out of that, I, I wanted to figure out a way, well, how can we spread awareness along with getting folks involved to just kind of help those that need help, you know? So that's kind of where Boxcar Junkies started. Um, and so now we're partnering up with, you know, local volunteers, um, organizations and communities when we go into their, their towns and locally here with the homeless and, um, mm-hmm. you know, just all types of, like I say, folks that uh, have pinned down under their, you know, with their circumstances. And then so we put a portion of, of what we bring in and uh, towards that as well as give people an opportunity to be able to kind of give back as well and enjoy some great music and hopefully you know it's yeah to them yeah kind of where we're at with that the uh the album the new ep just dropped uh last month and uh, we're i'm just blown away with the uh you know the response that we've been getting from it and it, it goes back to my indiana roots uh-huh. americana list, you know so I'm, I'm really really happy with it about it and um you've kind of come full circle with uh with your music i i I read where you um in the earlier part of your career it actually won uh uh best rock vocalist i think i've got that right in uh in the la area and then kind of come through life and settled into this kind of acoustic almost americana feel with your with your music yeah, and you know what that is actually just going back to my roots. You know, I grew up um, playing country in Americana uh, my whole life, pretty much. And yeah. then, you know, you go through that phase, and yeah, so <laughs> go through the rock thing, which I loved, and I did the blues things, which I enjoyed, and, and so on and so forth. But the singer-songwriter is for me is the first time I, I ever picked up an acoustic guitar. I was twelve years old, and mm-hmm. To this day, I, I don't know how to play an electric guitar if you gave me. Really? <laughs> because because I, it just it rang through to me so deeply and, and spoke to me so much. As a writer, um, I just I found you know uh, the golden egg I would call or the golden goose or whatever they call it, right? Right. For me, it's exactly what I I knew that's who I was when I wanted to be and what to do was write songs and be an organic player and and. Uh, so that's basically, you know, where we are now these days um, is just kind of, again, being true to yourself, not to the market. Yeah. It's not about what you sell. It's not about, you know, all of this, with all this crazy social media and all you know, It's just, you know, it's madness out there in this business. And I, I didn't do the record for, this, for the business, you know. I did, it, I did it for the music. I did it for the songs and the, right. for the people. You know, and for myself, you know, on a selfish level, um, I feel like I have to get these songs out of me, and um, and I also feel like there's people that that need to listen, you know, and hear them, right? Because you can speak, you know, speak to them. So, so that's always been my passion. Are you able to do this full time, or do you have other things you do to supplement the work? Yeah, right now I'm doing it full time. You know, Sony actually is behind the project. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, so we're we're fortunate. I signed with them actually in uh, Houston, and we we decided to come back to Nashville, where I've been off and on quite a few years um, to uh, you know do the release and all of that. And of course, once I came back, I was like, I'm never leaving again. <laughs> I, love, <laughs> I just love it here. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. The, the the songs that you write are they songs that you have accumulated over the over time or are they songs that you finally are now getting down getting uh, getting are able to set down and actually write finally with some time that you have you know it's it's actually a combination of both which is kind of ironic because typically when I when I write a record I guess I write it kind of like a write up a book or a, you know a movie uh-huh. or something that I usually do you know I write a project at a time where a lot of you see a lot of writers who just sit down and they just write songs write songs I'm, I'm not that guy uh-huh. um, I kind of let the songs write itself and um, so this this EP there's some new ones or recent but there's actually some that go span all the way back seven years ago when I had originally I kind of I guess stepped out of the out of the music business for a little while and on the music scene and just kind of got my old truck and and drove across country with my guitar I mean it's the song in itself and started playing smaller places and you know just kind of like stuck out from the whole thing you know and um, and I, I kind of wrote about it obviously through throughout uh period of you know that seven years so but it it has its own spirit this this project and each song sounds it almost sounds like I sat down and wrote them at the same time okay so uh-huh. that's how I know like okay this is definitely a, a meant to be project you know? yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so is the the boxcar junkies is this fairly new for you or is that is this the the band that you that you work with yeah. Presently. Yeah, this, this is a, a brand new project. Okay. Um, like I say, it's, I mean, it's many years in the making, but it's just now coming to uh, to the surface in terms of, you know, releasing video and, uh, you know, recording the video, recording the, the, the songs and the EP, you know, getting Sony behind it as a lot of music group. Um, you know, we've got some folks, you know, we're setting up tour dates. And, and all of that to really take it to the people. So, uh, because as a writer, I, you know, I mean, I everything I sing, I, I, I actually, you know, I live. I mean, everything comes from a personal experience. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, with that, so it's been a long time coming, but we're really excited about it because I've done, I don't know, two or three records or whatever. Um, as a solo artist, is Brandon Reed Allen. And, Essentially, this is a is a solo um, record, I would say, uh, because there's no actual set band. That's our junkies. Is, is one of the things I wanted is to be more open, where uh-huh. we can, you know, have whoever's around in town or wants to tour on that can come on out, and and we can, you know, basically just uh, make magic, you know, each time. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So when when you get a chance to tour, then will this be a solo act, or do you have some folks that will that will uh, 
comprise the Bucks Card Junkies band when you go out. Exactly. And basically, like, for instance, this release party, you know, of course, that's going to be the full band. And, and I've really been um, fortunate and blessed to be able to have, you know, great players. I think, you know, Nashville is just is so full of them. Sure. And my, as I say, my buddy, Troy Ricketta from, from the band, so he's, he's playing drums. He's involved in it uh, with me, which is great. And so there's really no shortage of musicians. There's just, um, like I say, as right now, build it and they will come kind of thing. I uh-huh. just want to leave it open. So we're doing acoustic stuff. You know, I'm doing acoustic shows and doing full band shows. When we hit the, you know, when we score, for the most part, it'll be full band. But, you know, we'll also be doing some acoustic dates too in terms of, you know, just uh, kind of smaller intimate uh, settings as well. So what's the tour look like? For you guys, is it more regional, or do you plan on this being a, a national swing? You know, that's at this point, um, we're just putting that out there and, and seeing. I mean, right now we're going to just start off regionally because that just makes most sense, uh-huh. you know, in terms of you know financially and, and all of that. And then if it you know if it goes beyond that, I mean, essentially, I see us going national. Uh, pretty quickly in terms of there's a lot for, a lot of opportunities out there to uh, to get on some of these tour dates and, and really be able to take it to the people. So uh, you know, I was uh, essentially I would say you know we're, we're hoping to go as, as you know big or little as it's supposed to be. Yeah, that kind of thing. You know, yeah, definitely not looking to be the next Garth Brooks. I mean, there's no mistake <laughs> about that, but. As long as we can get some good music out there for folks. Sure, yeah. And yeah, yeah that, at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do. Not trying to puff anything up or make anything bigger than it is. We're just trying to play some, some, some great songs and, and get for great cause. And, uh, yeah. Because after you, you chase it for so long and even get, you know, I guess, uh, a level of, uh, of success or whatever, the more you get, the more you realize it's just, it's not about that at all. It yeah. really comes right back down to the songs and, and, and to uh, the, the love for it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, I, I really dig the music. It's really got a, a nice kind of straight down the middle Americana feel to it. You know, it kind of, I love that umbrella because it, it can fit in so many different places. Do you do you have a sense yet of the, the type of uh, audience that is resonating with what you're doing? Is there a... Uh, a, a venue or bracket of folks that seem to uh, it seems to fit better with. You know what is so awesome about Americana, and I've always said, but this project in general, the demographic and the age span, and it, it is completely a melting pot. Yeah, it's wide open. I, you know, I get a few rockers. To classic country bands, the older, older folks, the, even the younger generations are coming to the shows and, and uh, download the music. And um, because, like you said, I think it it just it speaks to so many people on so many different levels. Yeah. And it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's really kind of um, the heart of Americana. It's, it's that simplicity, but 
of you know with with the, the organic instruments and and of course you know the the lyrics are, are um, you know they're they're honest and, and I think they're really true with with so many different types of folks. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the do I have this right? The current single is "Hey Mama." Is that the first release? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What what's the origins behind that? You you said earlier that you lived a lot of these. Yeah, yeah, and pretty much every lyric. I remember writing that song many years ago. After uh, you know, I had hit some uh, some pretty hard times in my life, um, and as I say, that's when I kind of just ducked out and and I literally just kind of lived a hobo life for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and, um, but so, you know, the song just kind of speaks about that. And then I, um, again, kind of blown away by, by the response because we, um, you know, when we put it out, I, I had hoped that it would speak to people, but I, I didn't realize it would to this level, you know, so quickly. So yeah. I just let the, that just lets us know, okay, we're on track and, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, it's really fired up about it. Um, you know the the whole project is, and everything's timing. You know, as you know, sure. It just seems like it all has to come together for the right reason at the right time. Right. When yeah. People need to hear it or yeah. to make a difference. Yeah. Not just you know again. Just, granted, it's doing great on charts and all that and sales, but none of that stuff matters. It, it really just some of you know the comments that I'm receiving on on uh, how it's helping folks. That's the main cool thing to me yeah. about it. Yeah, that's awesome. So that and that's what I love about Americana music too, because that's your, you know, that audience are uh, it's just I don't know, you know, there's like a kin a kinship. Right. There, you know? Yeah, yeah. You you see that especially at the. Uh, bluegrass americana folk type gatherings even you know the artists are are uh, are reachable you know they they don't there doesn't seem to be a separation necessarily from the stage and the audience in terms of um personability you know you can uh you can yeah. you can reach the artist and have a conversation if you want to exactly yeah there's no security guards and barriers yeah. and right, right. flashy lights yeah and you know it's it's music and it's stripped down to its finest. Yeah. You know, and that's, Tom Petty once said, you know, if you can't play a song acoustic, then it wasn't a good song anyway. Yeah, I like that. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so the the uh, EP is, is out. Does it have a title? Yeah, it's called uh, EST, uh, you know, established 1973. Oh, cool. Uh, which, yeah. Yeah, which is, you know, when I was born. And so it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, good. And where can uh, where can folks get this and reach out, uh, catch up with you, comments on your music, uh, have a conversation? Oh yeah, you can go to boxstarjunkies dot com or um, any other social, you know, Facebook, Instagram that everybody and mother has. Right. Anything under Boxstar Junkies, and then you can also go to YouTube, check out the new video single, and um, and then of course it's Anywhere, Apple, Amazon, iTunes, whatever, yeah, Spotify. Sure. You know, all of them platforms. So pretty much anywhere that 
has music. We're on there. Good. <laughs> Good. Well, thanks, Brandon. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's uh, been great uh, chatting with you a little bit and learning about your story and certainly wish you well with the, with the record and the uh, Hobo Nation project. Well, I sure appreciate that, too. You know, and as far as, you know, Hobo Nation goes, there's a, there's a page on the Boxcar Junkies website explains a little bit of more of kind of uh, what our goal is and what our plan, you know, of action, basically, a uh, plan of action to, to basically, you know, to help folks get out there, get the word out there. And like you say, you know, with with the Americana as, as a platform, without all the glitz and glamour, yeah. we can just all get together, play some music, and like I say, find a common cause. That's kind of what we're trying to do, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, you kind of want to spread love, really. And, sure, and yeah. Get, you know, so that's, that's what we're doing. We're yeah. not trying to reinvent the wheel or anything. Yeah, but. yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well, thanks, Brandon. I appreciate it. Yeah, I sure do. I do, too. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at IntoHistory.com.